it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Here we are again, Sales with Sully. Hi, I'm your host, Scott Sullivan, and this is Sales with Sully. Every single week we get together, we talk about some things that might help you be a better sales professional and tips and tricks and all the things that I have learned over my last 30 years of professional sales and marketing, helping you to be a better sales professional, whether you are one day into your new career or you are like me and been doing it for 30 years, it's time to brush off some of the old, embrace some of the new, and remember what it is that the chosen profession we have uh, picked out for ourselves, and that is a sales professional. Today, we're going to be talking about this. the episode this week is titled, If I Only Had a Dime for Every Idea That I Had. We've all heard it is, I wish I had a nickel for every nickel I had. That was uh, you know, an old saying in the back, <laughs> back in the golden oldies days. So today we're going to talk about the success journal, the mastermind group, the uh, idea book, all the other things that go along with that and some of the reasons why. So last week on Twitter, I had someone send me a direct message and ask me if I journaled. And I said very honestly that I didn't journal every day, but what I did do is I kept a success notebook or a success journal and what i call that meaning is do i sit at night and say you know dear journal today i did and then fill in the blank with all the other things no i did i don't do that but i do keep a notebook with me on a very regular basis and when i am just sitting around and i have an idea or something that pops into my mind especially if i'm in a meeting or i have you know, maybe I'm in the car, maybe I'm uh, traveling on an airplane, maybe, you know, I'm with a group of people, and it's something just, you know, some momentary inspiration bolt of lightning from the sky hits me, I want to make sure I capture it. So I have a variety of different ways that I do that. But I wanted to talk to you about it today. Some people call it a success journal or an idea journal. I like to call it a success notebook or a success journal. I uh, Let's talk about the physical way that that's done. To, in today's digital age, it's almost, uh, I don't want to say archaic, but it's almost a dying art of people that actually take notes and keep it in a journal. I still think there's something very real about putting pen to paper and actually keeping those notes and then keeping that journal sitting up on the shelf for you know, years and years and years and, and having the tactile feel of the page in your fingertips and the, the ink pen or the pencil on the, on the actual paper. There's something really cool about that. So I do carry one. And my recommendation for you, as I will tell, as I've told many people is, go out, um, there was a philosophy. Let me just give you my, my father's philosophy. My father had this philosophy years ago that he shared with me ink pins, sunglasses, things like that. You either go one extreme or the other, not the middle of the road. And what do I mean by that? His philosophy on ink pins was buy them, you know, 
by the just the gross get 144 of them with your your uh, company name and your phone number printed on them and they cost you 10 cents a piece and then when they're when they're gone or they're lost or left behind or you hand them out to somebody you give them to somebody they sign a document and keep it then you don't care you just you buy them by the boxes full and you always make sure that you have you know 10 or 15 or 20 in the bottom of your briefcase and you hand them out to everybody and anybody so so that was sort of his philosophy the opposite philosophy of that that he used to say is if you're going to have if you're going to buy an ink pen either make it a 10 cent ink pen or make it a 500 ink pen because let's say you buy a you know, gold Mont Blanc, and that's not a endorsement for Mont Blanc. It just happens to be a really nice pen, and you buy it in a you know fountain pen kind of configuration with fourteen or eighteen karat gold, and you go out and you go to a jewelry store and you buy it and you spend five or six hundred dollars on it. Now, unless you're in a position that five or six hundred dollars, you know, you can treat five or six hundred dollars like a ten cent ink pen, then you're going to remember every time that you hand that pen to someone. You're going to remember every time you lay it down, every time you put it in a suit pocket. It's going to be like your watch. It's going to be a piece of jewelry that you're going to carry with you and you're going to know where it is and you're going to maintain it and take care of it in a different way than you would a 10 cent disposable pen. So that was his philosophy. You either go super high end or super, super cheap. So where either way, you're going to be kind of, uh, you know, driven to one edge or the other. Because if you buy a, let's say a, a $10 pen or a $20 pen, chances are you'll still not have the same, you won't treat it with the same reverence and you'll end up losing it. Instead of losing a 10 cent pen, you lose a $20 pen. Those, that was sort of his philosophy. He had the same philosophy about, you know, several things like sunglasses, for instance. If you buy a really, really, really super expensive pair of sunglasses, you'll probably put them in a case, keep them with you, you know, take care of them, those kind of things. But if you don't, buy a dollar pair at the you know at the grocery store and then when you leave them in a cab or they blow off your head you know while you're out on the weekend on the boat or whatever you won't care because they're the super cheap end now of course there are people that have to wear prescription sunglasses and all that and i'm not going to get into all that today the, the just i wanted to share with you the philosophy so the reason I have I share that with you is because I have a little similar philosophy with my notebook. If you go to, I don't know, pick your favorite uh, office supply store and you walk in and you buy a composition pad and that composition pad costs you a dollar and you buy a 10 cent ink pen and that's what you're keeping your notes on. When it disappears, when it goes away, it's not very, it doesn't start or spur any conversation. It's just kind of a... Just the plain old notebook that everybody else writes in, and it's just kind of, that's what it is. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. I'm just saying is that it probably won't feel real special, and it won't feel like, you know, the that it's the, that there's a lot of mystique around it or that there's a lot of interest around it. So if someone were to give you the you know formula for the cure to cancer and you wrote it down on a composition book with a 10 cent ink pen, it wouldn't be any less effective. It just wouldn't have the same impact when you pulled out your composition book to write it down. So my philosophy always has been is go get a leather bound 
you know, handmade parchment type paper. You can buy them at really nice end, you know, high end bookstores. Get a journal with maybe, you know, handcrafted paper, hand, hand, you know, book bound and book bound uh, by hand with a clasp that, you know, has a horn that's a, you know, like a, an animal tooth or something that has some kind of leather clasp, something that has a a unique uh, feel to it that looks interesting, that has a conversational. When you pull it out of your briefcase, people will notice the journal that you're keeping this in, right? This becomes the the place where you keep those ideas and those those thoughts that are kind of cool, and it gives them a place a place where you're housing them, where it's kind of cool. So the. I'm not saying you have to do this. I'm saying is this is what I do. So I have a particular store with a particular type of journal that I like, and I go and I buy a couple of them at a time. And that way, when I open the second one, and you know I'm 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 on the first page of the second one, and I have no backups, that just makes a mental note for me to get back to the store and get a couple more. That way, I don't ever run out. And I don't uh, overthink it. I put down the things on there that are that are super important and the things that are less important. So if I'm sitting in a meeting and I have a great idea for a, a podcast show or I have somebody I want to contact or I have a uh, it doesn't matter what it is. But if I have something that just jumps into my mind now, I have my meeting notes that I take uh, when I'm in business meetings and I usually you know do that either electronically, depending on the, the type of meeting it is, or I do it on an eight and a half by 11 type of legal pad inside of a portfolio type of binder or a, you know, like a moleskin, uh, you know, binder that I carry or, or, you know, a college rule book or something like that, that I just keep my business notes in. This is sort of my personal thoughts and ideas journal. And it, doesn't fill up as fast. So the cool thing about it is it could be something as simple as uh, an idea for a podcast, or it could be something as complex as a marketing campaign or a structure of a, of a, a sales process or something that, it, that intrigues me. And then I can write it down. There's also the new school, and the new school is software programs like Evernote and uh, Notes and Google Keep, and there's just all kinds of electronic ways that you can keep that information. And that's, again, very, very reasonable. It all works very well. And it works especially well when you're in the car because I can just push Evernote and I can actually dictate a voice message to myself. You know, maybe you're driving down the freeway and you see a truck that has a sign on the side of it for a company that you've been wanting to, to talk to for the last six months and you see it and there's the phone number and the web address and and the company truck and you just push the button real quick on the on the uh, app and it says you know joe schmoe's roofing at you know one two three main street and here's the web address and here's the phone number and all of a sudden it's actually there and then you have it electronically you can categorize it and you can sort it there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with that there are a lot of people that keep their notes that way the reason I uh, talk about the other the other journal is because it just kind of it's a little bit of ins inspiration for me. It's a little inspiring to pull out that notebook and 
and open it up and feel that that paper that was you know made handmade paper and and hand bound into that leather book and it's just kind of cool to have it and then I I put my doodles and my drawings and my ideas down there and then if I want to obviously I can transfer it to electronic format either by rekeying the information or simply taking a picture of the page and putting it into uh, some type of format where I can where I can you know get a hold of it sort it make it turn it into a PDF all those other things that we're doing now with the, in the digital age that we live in and then finally the one thing that I have found is a lot of people are now investing in the iPad technology with a or the some type of tablet technology with the pen that goes along with that so that you can actually write in a small you know it doesn't have to be in a big huge bold stripe uh, or stroke it could be a small font and you can actually write handwrite and draw your notes onto your iPad and then you can actually keep them in that format and or convert them to a digital format so it actually takes your handwriting and turns it into a font and makes it you know uh, translates it into actual type and typesetting that you can send to other people or of course you can send the pictures of your handwritten notes to people the reason why we talk about this today and the only reason i'm even brought this up is because I get this this direct message on Twitter and someone asked me about journaling and and what do I think about it and of course I think it's it's a very positive thing I think that uh, I use an example of a, a lady that I've known for many years and she would keep it open just a uh, just a spiral bound notebook. She just kept it open in her kitchen. And every morning when she got up, she just jotted down a few lines about the day before, uh, what happened and what kind of day it was. You know, it's a, it's a bright sunshiny day and, uh, the, the kids got off to school on time. And, and yesterday we, you know, went out and did this and we had this, this for dinner. And it just, it was just a, I mean, it was nothing. It was just mundane kind of just everyday ordinary things. But some days it was extraordinary. Some days it was like, you know, my uh, niece had her first baby and it was we had our baby shower, you know, two weeks ago. And, and she, you know, I got a thank you card from her today that talked about it. And now she has now she's a mom or and it, just a little touch of her inner thoughts or something. And, and again, it's it's less than two paragraphs. I mean, it probably took her less than, I'm going to say less than five minutes. Now, the only reason I bring that up is why, you know, Scott, why are you talking about this? It sounds crazy. Well, the reason I bring it up is because you can do the same in sales. You can do the same in your sales career and your sales life. You can talk about the things that have worked, the things that you've learned from, the things that you've picked up uh, to, and kind of incorporated into your life and the things that you want to remember. But something as mundane as just keeping track of what's kind of going on during the week the reason why I mention it is because she is now passed. She's she's gone. She's been gone for several years. And those just simple spiral bound notebooks that she has dozens and dozens of them just stacked in the closet. And when her kids found those and pulled them out, it's just amazing how it just brings you back it brings her back into the room it brings you back to that exact moment when maybe you saw her just writing down a few lines about 
you know, it was it's pouring down rain today, and and uh, I was going to wash the car, and now I don't have to, and uh, you know, whatever it, it whatever was going on in that moment in time, years and years ago, it just kind of brings you back to that moment, and that's the same thing that you can talk about in your daily success journal. You could talk about your sales career and say, I tried this today, that I, I got this this idea from Sales with Sully and I incorporated it into my closing and oh my gosh, it worked great. Or, oh, that sucked. <laughs> you could do that too. But it's just, those are the things that you can look back on at the end of the year, you can come back and go through those. And I would also encourage you to, you know, to put a little, you know, asterisk in the corner or put a star on the on the corner of the day uh, so that when you get done with the whole book, you can just riffle through the corners and you can actually see. And, and some people have done this with a smiley face or a frowny face or a, or a neutral so that as you flip through the pages through the corners of a hundred page book. You can see on the days that you know went really well, the days that didn't go so well, and the days that were just kind of neutral. Those are things uh, that you can do in your journaling, uh, again, that don't necessarily have to be your private innermost thoughts about you know life and death and love and happiness. It could be just as simple as what are the things that are working and what are the things that need improvement. Maybe it's a place to put your goals and reminder because you're going to look at it now and you're going to look at it again in a few days and you're going to look at it again in a week or a month or a year or maybe years later. So one of the other things that I will tell you about a success uh, journal that most people don't think about if you do it on a regular basis, that means you're turning the pages on a pretty regular basis. So one of the things you can do is you can go in advance and leave yourself some messages. Go halfway through the book. Open the page up and say, you know, today I want you to make it a fantastic day. You're beautiful. You're strong. You're wonderful. It's a, it's a fantastic day. And you'll be amazed at how many times that those notes appear on the exact day that you need it the most. Just because the universe is speaking to you in a way that we can't even begin to understand because you just opened it up randomly and put that in, uh, you know, but it's a good thing to have. It's a good thing to hear no matter what day it is, right? So those are things that you can also do where you can just jump ahead and say, you know, how are you doing on your goal from January? How did you finish? You know, reflect back just a moment on what you did in February and March of this year, because that would be a moment of reflection that you've just programmed into your binder, because when you turn the page, there it is to remind you to do that. Now, you can do this electronically, you can do this on paper, and the best thing that I want to tell you is you can also do it in person. You can do vlogs, you can do blogs. A vlog is a video log that you can just simply get out there every day and put something on video. A blog, of course, is something that you just write up electronically. You can do them on a blogging app so the whole world can see. You can share it with certain people. These don't have to be those deep, intimate, you know, life-changing thoughts. They could be things that are meaningful to other people as well as yourself, and there are many formats that you can use. The last thing I want to talk about as we wrap up today is I want to talk a little bit about how you can do this in person also in a group. There are things called mastermind groups, right? 
there are groups of similar people that are there's there's apps out there called meetups and there's people of like mind so if you are you know if i don't know pick something if you're a you know communications guru and all you want to do is is improve your communication skills and you're looking to be a mentor and be mentored by uh, other people in the communication field then you can find places where people of like mind meet whether they meet virtually online uh, whether it's a facebook group whether it's a uh, linkedin group maybe it's a, a vlog or a blog that is that everybody goes to maybe it's a mastermind where you actually have a uh, host someone who hosts it and you pay to go every week to get mentored and to mentor others so you see there's a variety of different ways that you can keep track of your success. But the reason I say that you should is because we as human beings sometimes have uh, a less than stellar memory. I don't know if you've ever played the game of where have I seen that actor before or name that song or name that artist or you know, there's a song plays on the radio and you go, oh, I know this. I know this artist. Who is it? You know, what album did this come from? When did this song get released? Those kind of things. And you'll be amazed at how sometimes you can remember it and sometimes it just takes forever and you have to go look it up. The beautiful part about this is, is that if you jot down the best you know, eight or 10 things that happen to you every day in, in bullet form, then you can go back at the end of each month and you can review those, refresh your memory, pick the best of the best and move them ahead. So if you're keeping an idea journal and you're looking for new places, new things to invest your money, your time, your effort, because you're a serial entrepreneur, because somebody comes to you and says, oh man, I have this great idea. And you say, you know what? I had the same idea here on and this date. And you can pull it up on your in your idea journal. You can say, this is what I was thinking about in that. And they go, oh, that's so cool. I had the same exact idea. Those are the things that you can do if you decide to keep a success journal. I do, and I encourage you to do the same. Every single week, we answer your questions. We take your comments and your concerns off of Twitter. You can reach me at Sales with Sully. That is my Twitter handle. All you have to do is just send me a direct message or even right out in the open forum, just go to at Sales with Sully and say, hey, I've got a question or uh, a thing I want to talk about or I'd love for you to address. We can start a, a conversation on Twitter and we can move it right on to Sales with Sully right here on the Inspired News Radio Network. Every single week we talk about all of the great things that help you to be a better professional uh, salesperson or marketer. So without any... Uh, agenda without anything that I'm trying to accomplish here. I just want you to know that keeping a success journal probably will give you some additional inspiration and help you be a better sales professional just simply because it'll help you remember it longer and it'll help you reflect back at the end of each month, each quarter, each year, each decade, you can go back and look at all the things that you accomplished. It's always a very positive experience for me to go back and look at my old journals and look at my old success ideas and things that, that got implemented and things that were wildly successful and things that didn't work just quite so well. But as we've always said, you know, here on Sales with Sully is you're either winning or you're learning. There's no losers here ever, ever. So until next time, Scott Sullivan is your host 
That's me, Sales with Sully, every single week. Reach me on Twitter. Find me uh, on LinkedIn, easy. Friend me on Facebook anytime. I'm really super easy to find on all of the, the social networks out there. Connect with me, friend me, like me, send off, uh, send me up a uh, direct message, and we will answer your questions right here every week on Sales with Sully. So until next time, get out there and sell something. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week.